Hello, and welcome to the turbulent world of Middle East soccer, or Mid-East soccer podcast. I'm your host, James Dorsey. I too, you too, the Indo-West Asian quad has boasted its first success with the acquisition by Indian billionaire Gautam Adani of Haifa Port. The acquisition was announced days after an I2U2 virtual summit during US President Joe Biden's visit last week to the Middle East. The acquisition by a close associate of Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi in a joint bid with Israeli company Gadot constitutes success in US-backed efforts to counter China's first starter advantage as its infrastructure-driven multi-pronged Belt Road initiative seemingly stalls. The port deal in which Mr. Adani has a 70% stake puts the duo in charge of the port until 2054. Under US pressure, Israel backed away from allowing China to manage Haifa port, which the US six fleet frequents. The port also straddles the exit from an adjacent naval base that hosts Israel's submarine fleet, believed to have a second strike nuclear missile capacity. The acquisition also suggests that the United Arab Emirates, one of China's closest partners in the Middle East and a member of the I2U2 alongside the United States, Israel and India is playing both ends against the middle. However, the UAE is the partner that appears to be hedging its bets most. Gulf states want to see more binding defense arrangements than Mr. Biden's verbal reiteration that the United States remains committed to Gulf security. Confidence in US reliability has been undermined in recent years by the identification of China as the United States' main strategy challenger and a US failure to respond robustly to attacks on critical Saudi and Emirati infrastructure by Iran and or its allies. The UAE distanced itself from the security-focused anti-Iran tenor in Mr. Biden's talks with regional leaders. Instead, the Emirates said it wished to cooperate rather than target the Islamic Republic and was seeking to return its ambassador to Tehran. In Haifa, the port competition with China is most immediate. Shanghai International Port Group, which operates the Chinese Metropole's deep water port, the world's largest container cargo harbor, has a 25-year management contract for a privately owned port in Haifa Bay. The port is close to Haifa port that the government is privatizing with the sale to Mr. Adani and Gadot. In playing both sides against the middle, the UAE reflects a strengthened regional desire to hedge bets on the back of Mr. Biden's failure to convince the United States' allies that Washington would be a reliable security partner in the future. I2U2 aims to increase entrepreneurial cooperation between the four countries through joint investments in water, energy, transportation, space, health, and food security. In a statement, the four countries also said they intended to modernize infrastructure. 
the acquisition of Haifa port fits the mold of the Quad and an Indian Middle East policy that in the words of analyst Raja Mohan is imbued with greater realism, discards inherited ideological inertia, avoids the temptation of seeing the Middle East through a religious lens and strives hard to realize the full possibilities awaiting India in the region. Mr. Adani was quick to acknowledge the geopolitical significance of his acquisition allegorically. Delighted to win the tender for privatization of the port of Haifa in Israel with our partner Gadot, immense strategic and historical significance for both nations. Proud to be in Haifa, where Indians led in 1918, one of the greatest cavalry charges in military history, Mr. Adani said on Twitter. The billionaire was referring to the capture of Haifa by the 15th Imperial Service Cavalry Brigade, made up of troops supplied by Indian princely states in the waning days of World War I, as Allied forces pushed back the Ottomans in Palestine and the Sinai. Mr. Adani's $1.18 billion bid for the port was 55% higher than the second highest bid and far more than the Israeli government had expected. It is as if Al-Adani is saying, step aside, this is a strategic purpose. And for us, the price is less important, said journalist Abi Bar-Eli. The acquisition follows the conclusion in February of a free trade agreement between India and the UAE. A similar agreement between Israel and India is in the works. Haifa is Mr. Adani's first port venture outside of India, where he operates 13 sea terminals and controls the flow of 24% of maritime commerce. The acquisition also follows initiatives to co-produce Israeli arms in India, in which Mr. Adani was a partner in the initial manufacturing of small arms. Cooperation has since expanded into the production of missiles and drones. The port acquisition bolsters what analysts Gokul Sahni and Mohammed Soliman describe in a co-authored article as the rise of an Indo-Abrahamic bloc that is gradually solidifying the creation of a West Asian system. The analysts argue that the bloc establishes a balance of power against the region's dynamic independent powers, Iran and Turkey, and stabilizes the region in an era of great power competition. The coiner of the phrase Indo-Abrahamic, Mr. Soliman, argues that it is better labeling than I2U2 because regional peace and stability in West Asia are not guaranteed through the unilateral military presence of the United States, but through a balance of power that eventually moderate the ambitions of rising states in the region. Furthermore, the original Indo-Abrahamic term allows the forum to expand to potentially include other states, such as Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Jordan. I2U2 may contribute to a rejiggered West Asian system, However, winning the balance of power game could be a long shot. So far, it has failed to reign in Iran and China or stop Russia from invading Ukraine.
Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Also, thank you to all who have demonstrated their appreciation for my column by becoming paid subscribers. This allows me to ensure that it continues to have maximum impact. Maintaining free distribution means that news websites, blogs, and newsletters across the globe can republish it. I launched my column, The Turbulent World of Middle East Soccer, 12 years ago. To borrow a phrase from an early proprietor of The Observer, it offers readers, listeners, and viewers the scoop of interpretation. If you are able and willing to support the column, please become a paid subscriber by clicking on Substack on the subscription button at www.jamesmdorsey.substack.com and choosing one of the subscription options. Please join me for my next podcast in the coming days. Thank you. Take care and best wishes.